Hey, Tiger fans. Thanks for joining us for the very first episode of TigerCast, the official podcast of Towson Athletics. I'm Laura Leidick with the Towson Sports Network, and I'm super excited to get this project rolling, and there's no one better to do that with than fellow intern Rashad Christian. Rashad, how's it going tonight? Uh, it's going good. Uh, just had a pretty chill day, pretty fun day, um, kind of just lounging around the house and stuff. How are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Um, just watching sports, doing homework. Okay, so to kick things off with TigerCast, we have the director of digital media, the one and only Ben Rosenbaum. Ben, how's it going today? It's going. Uh, just, you know, like Rashad just said, minus the homework, or like you said, minus the homework, I just watched the Ravens game today. And uh, yeah, otherwise, not much. A rare, slow day for me. When's the last time you've actually seen, like, or done a homework assignment, Ben? Uh... 2000. Well, okay, so I graduated 2013. I went back to, yeah, I went back to be a teacher 2014, but then I stopped, and I think so maybe 2016, 2017. Yeah, 2016, I think, sometime then, maybe December 2016. Oh, that's not like too far away. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not as old as Rashad tries to make me sound. Yeah, I was just going to say, I wasn't asking the questions to make you feel old. It sounds like clarify that one. So I guess we're just going to jump right into this interview. Yeah. Yeah. So you're Towson alumni. What influenced your decision to attend Towson? And can you reflect on your time here as a student? Yeah. So my, so I went to, out of high school, I went to uh, Penn State um, my freshman year. I went to one of the satellite campuses. I really wanted to go to main campus. So I did the whole two plus two thing because I didn't want to even take my shot on not getting into Penn State, but apparently I could have gotten into Penn State like straight away, but I was, I was too scared to try. Um, so I did that for a year, did not like the situation at Penn State for me. Uh, didn't feel like college, um, at least the campus that I was at. Um, so I, you know, Towson was a school I had applied to out of high school. I'd gotten in, I'd never toured it, but um, I had, you know, friends and a then girlfriend, now wife at the time that was going to Towson and I had visited her and visited friends and, um, you know, it, it, Towson felt like college. It felt like college. Um, so that kind of helped my decision to transfer. Um, I end up at Towson and then I had a blast as a student, you know, sports was huge for me. Sports has always been huge for me through my, my whole life and I wanted that college athletics experience and I went to Towson during a time that was really exciting um to be a Tiger you know you have my first year was the year football struggled um the one win season with uh, the four overtime win against Coastal Carolina was a crazy atmosphere but then they go on that crazy run the next couple years with Terrence West and Grant Enders and guys like Jordan Dangerfield and Ty Smith on defense and Obviously, it kind of culminates in the national championship run. And then at the same time, basketball, having the big turnaround season and uh, the opening of CQ Arena. So, uh, you know, my time at Towson was great. You know, I'll, I'll always remember those times fondly, and it always will be an important part of my life and, you know, the things I learned and the things I got to do. Um, it, it gave me that college experience I was looking for. Was So, like, I'm assuming then athletics – and like going to games and stuff was like a big factor with like where you're going to go to school as a student, like wanting to be involved that way too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at Penn State, they have sports. They have the, uh, like the, the, all the Penn State satellite campuses play each other. And that's like their conference. I don't even think they qualify as division three. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what they qualify, if anything, but we had sports. We had basketball, soccer, baseball. I think that was it. 
Um, I worked for the athletic department there. Um, I was the PA announcer for the men's and women's basketball games, which I guess was like my first announcing job, even though, you know, it was a very small speaker with a very small microphone. I remember it was a weird little headset that barely like reached here. Um, and maybe 30 people, 20 people would be in the gym, not counting the teams. Uh, but so when I got to Towson though, you know, being able to sit front row at Unitas, which I did for so many years, right on the 50 yard line, that was so much fun. You know, it, it was a great student section. We packed it the years I was at Towson. We, we never, you, it was standing room only some games in that student section and literally everybody was standing. Um, no one ever sat. Uh, and then starting to work with TSN, getting to be involved. I mean, as a student, I interned for TSN and that was just so cool being on the sidelines, getting to start to announce women's basketball games, which I'm going into my ninth yeah, my ninth year now, um, and that started back when I was a student. So that just, that was, I mean, it, I don't think I'd ever would have gotten those kind of experiences at a bigger campus because there's so much competition. There's so much, and I'm not saying that it was easy to do it at Towson. You still had to earn these kind of things. Rashad, I, you know, Laura, you're new to us, but uh, Rashad can tell you he didn't get to do some of the things that he's gotten to do just overnight. He had to work for it, but Towson, because it's that smaller campus, they have more opportunities for students where other campuses might just hire professionals here in uh, you know, every single day. Yeah, and I, I can say with conversations I've had with other intern, or in, interns, like starting out, like Lexi and Tessa, all them, like everything's earned, like you just have to like come in and work hard. And like, that's very true. And I can see that. Yeah, it's great. And I mean, I think the kids, the students learn a lot and um, they kind of grow with the athletes. I mean, it's, it's cool to watch a freshman TSN intern come in and not know much like a Ryan McGettigan or even a Tessa Peloso. And uh, or Alexi Hill. And I mean, Lexi had a little bit more experience than Ryan and Tessa did, but, uh, you know, not know a lot of stuff. And, you, you know, you put it with like a, with a freshman point guard who maybe doesn't always know what to do on the offensive side of the ball, struggles on defense. But, you know, by the time they become seniors, you know, they're as important. They're the most important person you have. Um, and it, it's, it's very similar. It's a very similar uh, progression. It's always cool to watch. And I take a lot of joy seeing both our student athletes and our student interns grow in that way. Ben, you alluded to it. Um, I mean, I, even I had come in with experience because I had transferred in from Robert Morris. I was working the TV shows. Uh, I was an on-air talent. I was editing videos, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, I got in there. Ben told me like in the interview, he was like, you're going to have to work up to that. And, like, it's good that you came in with it, but there's still like a, it's kind of a hierarchy here. You work your way from the bottom and then, then you get to do the stuff. So um, it's definitely like, it's definitely humbling. Right, because I thought I was just going to be able to come in, do what I wanted to do, and then that was it. But there's rules, there's there's standards for TSN, and I think that's really good. Yeah, you know, you know, we don't necessarily. I think we do as good of a job as um, any other school in our conference in terms of broadcasting games. I know our streams may not always look the same, but you know, that's just a case of a lot of those places. You think about a JMU or a Delaware do utilize professionals um you know adults that do this for their job freelancers even um you know outside of men's basketball and football it's all students every single every single broadcast is all students there was a a couple of years ago uh we had a gymnastics event where myself or brandon was not present it was a totally student-run gymnastics broadcast i was on the road with men's basketball brandon was on the road with men's basketball and we had a major gymnastics event and we were like, uh, you know, we had, I think Rachel Ederer was our director then. And 
Um, Brian Contreras, I think, was probably the floor cam. Brittany Everett was a camera op. And these are people who I'm naming who uh, Rachel Eaterer now works for, what is it, Rashad Motor Week um, as, a, as a producer. And Brittany Everett is at Maroon PR as a digital media uh, coordinator. And she also freelances for CBS or Fox for NFL games. And Brian Contreras is, um, A, will arguably go, on to go down as the best videographer to ever come through TSN. Uh, he's now working for Maryland Public Television. And these are people who worked really hard from day one. All of them, except for Brittany, came in as freshmen. Brian and Rachel came in as freshmen. And they got to this point where I was like, I told my boss at the time, I'm like, hey, it's going to be Rachel running the show for gymnastics. Brandon and I won't be there. And they were like, okay, that's fine. I, I might trust Rachel more than I trust either of you. And I mean, I don't, bl- I don't blame him for that. Uh, Rachel was great. Rachel was money. And, um, they, you know, and I think, you know, Rashad's at that level at this point where if we had a meet, Rashad won't want me to do it, but you I would tell Rashad, you're, you're running gymnastics, but I would be totally confident in Rashad to get everyone set up and run a show. Uh, you know, same thing goes for Tessa and as recently as uh, Lexi and Ryan McGinnigan. Yeah, I can relate on the transfer student stuff, but I was a business major. I came to Towson, changed to Mass Tom, and I was like, I just want to get involved. Somehow, some way, I want to get involved. And I saw, I was actually leaving an EMS class, and I saw you had like a paper on like a bulletin board. And I emailed you and Brandon. And I was like so nervous to come in, but like honestly, like I just feel like doing all this research and like getting involved and like just making sure I, I go into everything like well-researched and asking questions like I feel like as long as you do that and put the work in like this is TSN is a great opportunity to like to network too and get experience yeah and and I think you know what you mentioned being a being a what you say a business major at first Mm -hmm. um that's also the beauty of not just college but TSN is we let you get experience in kind of everything um and the amount of people that have shifted their focus from I want to be a but by the time they graduate, I want to do B. And they're, I mean, Rashad is, I think, the main example of that. Rashad was Mr. I'm going to be the next, you know, host of NBA on TNT or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rashad now, I, I mean, you'll do on-camera stuff. You do on-camera stuff, but it's not your main focus. You, you know, you've, you've, you've shined, and I think you've helped us kind of develop a look as um, – as a, a social media look in terms of video presence in terms of your edit, video editing and that i you know correct me if i'm wrong but that's kind of rashad's focus now is the video editing. And yeah it's 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 like it's it's a true college experience we we want everyone to get their feet wet in everything um but but yeah no it's let's let's talk some towson sports let's talk towson because we're basketball's right around the corner now it's getting crazy um towson sports right you've been involved since you're since you transferred over you mentioned the electric atmosphere of the the football games and basketball games and such like that um kind of what what were some of your best moments you know either as a student watching Towson sports or as the director of digital media and working for TSN oh my god how long is this thing <laughs> we, we can go, we go for a while um I'll, I'll name a few I'll, I'll pick a couple as a student um uh I think that 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 four overtime game against Coastal Carolina will always stand out to me. Cause just a just you know obviously it was awesome. Towson won it, but what an insane football game to just kind of have these two teams. I think both teams knocked an extra point off the upright at one point, and like when it happened to the in like back to back consecutively. I might be wrong on that, but 
both teams missed an extra point, ringing it off the like the upright during one of the overtimes. And I mean, it was just nuts. It was absolutely nuts. I mean, you have Tom Ryan mossing Josh Norman, all pro Josh Norman in the corner of the end zone uh, at one point, which is that which picture is, lately. Didn't you? I love that picture because <laughs> Tom Ryan is one of the like he, he'll be up there. He was one of the you know just most hardworking wide receivers to see. He was going to catch a ball. There was no doubt. You think about the old Dominion game too, uh, the fourth and twenty nine. Um, you know, it was just, I mean, that, that picture will always just be one of the best Towson pictures in my mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, then I think you have the turnaround the next year with, with football, with Grand Enders and Terrence West, Dominic Booker, Frank Beltre, Jordan Dangerfield, uh, just leading that team to, to a CAA championship. Um, the national, I went to the natural championship game. Yeah. I'm fast forwarding a little bit. Um, uh, but being, being, I was, I sat front row 50 yard line for every single football game that I was a student. Um, it was awesome. I mean, the, the, and I know students come, but then they sometimes leave or sometimes they, you know, they don't show up. I, I can't, and I'm not just saying this because I work for athletics as a college student, whether you're a big sports fan or not, because I had friends who were not sports fans. One of my best friends in college was not a big sports fan. He likes sports, but he would come because it was a good time. It was fun. It was a great time, you know, and, and it makes a huge, huge difference for the team. I know that. Um, so, but I'm, you know, I really encourage everyone to come out. It was, it's, it's so much fun once it's safe to do. So I really encourage, you know, pack the U pack CQ for everything. Um, other stuff, you know, kind of getting into my time. I was at the game where, um, Pat Scary got his first win as the Towson head coach, breaking the, breaking the, the, the long drought against UNCW, uh, still in the Towson center. Uh, I was at the final games in the Towson center. I called the final women's basketball game in the Towson center. Um, actually, Brandon Sachs called the final women's basketball game in the Towson Center because Lil Wayne did a concert in CQ and bumped women's basketball a few years oh. ago back to the Towson Center. Uh, but you know, um, you know, men's basketball beating Temple in uh, with Jarrell Benjamin, Marcus Damis. You know that that's a huge win for the program. Um, and then getting into working at Towson, I mean, the amount of CAA championships we've seen. Uh, I called the women's lacrosse CAA championship a few years ago, um, Towson over JMU, uh, you know, getting the witness men's lacrosse go on their runs and, and, you know, beating Loyola a couple of years ago, becoming the number one team. Uh, one of my personal favorite athletes is Dominique Johnson, women's basketball, becoming the all time three point leader, um, being able to watch her from, a, a, from freshman to, to being a senior and watching her accomplish everything she did. Uh, women's basketball CAA championship playing UConn in the tournament. I mean, there's so many, it's so hard. Uh, I was at Missy McCormick's uh, perfect game um, for softball. I remember um, I mean, there's, a, there's so many, there's so, I can't like just pick it is there's so many there, I mean, and it's, it's what adds to it is how the quality of our student athletes are when you see them perform well on the court or on the field, knowing them off the field, off the court and knowing how hard they worked and, you know, how good of a student they are adds to that. And um, you've talked a lot about like watching interns and athletes grow and just being at the events, being able to like call the events and stuff like that. So are, what else is like, what is that the most enjoyable part of the job for you? What else is there that's enjoyable about what you do? Um, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be a broadcaster. Um, I never really thought about lecture shot. I never really thought about video editing or, or filming. And now that's 
honestly one of my favorite parts is being I, I filmed the Loyola win the Towson Loyola win the men's lacrosse you know that was so much fun I filmed football on the sidelines that's so much fun being you know out there on the field pregame with those guys is so much fun um but I always wanted to be a broadcaster so calling the games for me is crazy that someone trusts me to do that that someone has given me a microphone and says here Ben tell us what's going on <laughs> I'm like oh god like 11 year old Ben is going crazy um and it, it's you know it, that's so cool and um, I, so that's definitely like up there for me, um, from like a personal note, but, but yeah, like you said, Laura, watching our student athletes grow, um, like I remember Nakaya Mayo when she came to Towson, she was super shy, you know, didn't want to talk to media ever. And, uh, she, you know, four years later, she's leading this team to a CAA championship along with Mello and Q and, and Ryan Holder. And, uh, still doesn't enjoy talking to the media, but you know, she's, she, she had warmed up to us at this point and she was able to show some personality and, and, you know, be funny with us sometimes. And, uh, that kind of stuff is, will always be so cool is, and it, the bad part of it though, it makes time pass like quicker for me. And so, like I mentioned, Nakaya Mayo, uh, coming in as, I remember her as a freshman. Now she's gone. That's four years <laughs> that has just gone by so quickly. I was thinking we're getting ready for our women's basketball tip-off event. Siobhan Smith is a junior. Wait, really? <laughs> and, like, that's crazy to me. Like, that's crazy. I, you know, I blink and, you know, she's this, like, young freshman just wanting to get the ball. <laughs> and now she's a junior. She's one of the, you know, the leaders of this team. She's, she's a, one of the few upperclassmen they have on this team along with Mello and, uh, it's crazy. Same thing with Tess Borges. <laughs> like Tess, Tess is a junior or a senior now. I think. I think Tess is a senior now. Their junior year is when it hits you that like, oh man, time has flown by. Like and where'd the sophomore year go? <laughs> exactly. Where'd the sophomore year go? And it seems it, you because you remember them when they're freshmen. I mean, you think about a guy like Zach Goodrich who comes in as a freshman, and uh, you know he does really well, plays really hard, and sophomore year. Zach Goodrich had as good of a sophomore year as you could have. Um, and then junior year, like, oh, man, Zach's a junior. And then senior year, like, well, bye, Zach Goodrich in four years. And we're all four years older. Can't, it's not like you're still – like, it's not like I'm still 25 and watching the Kaimeo. I am now 29 years old. And it, those four years just flew. I felt like college is just going by so fast. But now you're telling me that it doesn't slow it's down. Weird. So. I mean, we, I talk about it from an intern standpoint. It, it seems like yesterday Tessa Peloso was, you know, sheepishly coming into my office, nervous and shaking and interviewing for a position. She's a senior now. Like, that's crazy. Like, it's, where did those four years go? And apparently Abby's just going to ruin this whole interview. I've been hearing her shake for like the past 10 minutes now. Hey, Ab. Abby. Abby. I'm doing a podcast. Okay. You're not impressed. All right. So I just want to go back to your, you know, you mentioned the game, like the Coastal Carolina game, the five overtime. Um, actually, I pulled up the story while you were talking about it. Coach Ambrose said, anybody who stuck around sure got their money's worth tonight. Um, just thinking about moments like that, is there ever a time when you wish that you could go be a student again and be in that atmosphere? Yeah, of course. <laughs> all the time are you kidding me <laughs> like I, I mean I think all of us would want to stay in college forever but uh like are you saying like what games that I've seen as an as an employee that I would want to witness as a student I mean just in, like do you miss going to games as yeah. as a student instead of you know yes. as been the director hands down 
Um, I mean, I love my job. Don't get me wrong. I love it. It's great. Um, but going to games and like, I can't get like too into detail, but like me and my friends had such a good time. Uh, I mean, we were, you know, getting on because for those who haven't been to a, to a football game as a student, I, and again, I really encourage you to do so. Our student section is right on top of the away bench. Those players can't go anywhere. They're going to sit there and listen to whatever you have to say to them. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. A. Um, so, you know, we had so much fun just being loud and, um, you know, the football team would win and uh, they come over, they sing the fight song. It, you know, I mean, you guys are students, so you know that we do it. But when the band plays uh, ESPN or plays Sports Center, mm-hmm. that used to be like the second half. I mean, they still play it before the second half uh, or during the second half. And that used to be like turn up time that the whole stadium, the whole student section would be doing it in unison. They'd be singing it along and screaming it. And it was a, it got Towson going. It got the, I'll remember watching Jordan Dangerfield do it along with the student sections before a huge, huge, huge defensive series. And I'll remember the other team trying to get a call in they're trying to get a call in and the students had kept doing it as the band had stopped and they had to burn a timeout coming out of like a media timeout because they couldn't get the call on the field they they couldn't hear and it's so much fun it's just so much fun it's you know anyone who thinks oh it's just towson or it's a mid-major or it's fcs that doesn't that means nothing towson has beaten and plays fbs opponents uh so it's it's division one football i mean you know do a little bit of marketing. We have North Dakota state coming in uh, this upcoming football season in the fall. Those guys travel. And I don't mean the team, I mean the fans. So there's going to be a lot of North Dakota state fans in, in Towson. And I, I really hope that we counter them out with, with Towson fans and Towson students, especially because uh, they'll make that atmosphere their own. And it's, it's crazy. It's nuts. So yeah, I would love to be a student again and go to a game and um, be loud. And, you know, now that, uh, you know, CQ is, you know, Pat Scary's building something and, and with Diane Richardson as well. I mean, if I was a student, I'd still hope I would be calling the games for women's basketball, but uh, you know, watching Mello, I mean, some of the stuff Rashad has seen it that Mello does, I can't put into words on a broadcast. Yeah. And I know student Ben would just be like passing out in his chair, uh, just watching some of the stuff she does. And uh, I mean, the same goes for lacrosse. I mean, I've, I've, I, I wasn't a big lacrosse guy growing up, but I, I love working lacrosse games, soccer, field hockey, even. Um, it's awesome. It's great going as a student and watching, you know, your fellow students, your fellow classmates. You have class with these people. Um, it, it's awesome. It's neat. I would love to be a student. Yes, I would, I would trade it to be a student again. But I'll never forget a lot like just yelling and screaming and being there with my friends. We had a huge group of about 15, 20 of us that would go. Um, and we filled that front row and we knew that the group that we weren't friendly with, but we, we were friendly on Saturdays with them. They were going to be next to us and they were going to be behind us. And it was, it was nuts. It's wild. I get, if you have a group of friends, spend Saturday afternoon. I sound like Rob Ambrose. Spend Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening with your friends, supporting your school and, and just being loud and cutting loose and being rowdy. I mean, it's a great kickoff to the weekend. No pun intended making dad jokes <laughs> oh man <laughs> i definitely do miss like because i am still a student obviously i'm in my last semester but i mean this semester aside has been a 
it's been all online. But I mean, I kind of do miss going to games as a spectator. Like I know I've done it while I'm working at TSN, but like I don't. It's just such a different feeling. It's. I agree with that. I went so. I obviously haven't gone to a Towson game as a, as a fan. There's times where I, like, I'm not working a Towson game and I'll come just to watch. I end up working. Um, I have to, like, bring the dog with me or, or bring my wife so, like, I don't get in total work mode. But usually I just check in on everybody and then I'll, you know, I'll stick around. And, uh, but I went to a um, – uh, my brother works out in – he lives out in Los Angeles and he, for his job, sometimes has to take clients to Lakers games. Um, and – uh, they have like a box, like a, like a suite in the Staples Center. And we went out there to visit them uh, for Christmas one year. And he texted me, he goes, hey, I have to work on Christmas. I have to take a client to the Lakers game. Do you want to come? I was like, yeah, for sure. That'd be so cool. And I go there, first of all, insane. And I'm sitting in the suite and we have, you know, we're sitting kind of behind one of the baskets elevated and we have a really good view of their production room that kind of oversees the court. I watched the people in the production room as much as I watched the actual basketball game. It's so hard to kind of shift. It's like I was watching the Ravens game today and a guy messed up on camera and I'm like, See, you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta, you can't just always anticipate what someone's doing. And like, I'm always in, I'm always in, you know, working in athletics mode. And I don't know if I'll ever get out of it. Go to an O's game. It's the same thing. I'm watching the video board more than I'm watching the actual, the actual players. It's so weird. It's so weird. I know other people feel the same way. It's hard to separate yourself. TV and movies too, right? So if you hear like audio that's messed up, you're like, oh man, I like, maybe you should equalize it a little bit or lower down the music or something like that. It's it's definitely weird. I've caught myself like watching NFL games and like sometimes you'll hear the like the announcers and like you're like, wait, did he just say that? That Like why would he word that like that? A couple weeks ago, the uh, I forget who the announcer was for the Ravens game, but uh, they were calling Lamar Jackson for the entire first quarter Murray because I think they had just been talking about Kyler Murray. Oh. And he called him Murray for, like, an entire touchdown drive. And as a play-by-play guy, you know, I've, I've had similar screw-ups, and I'm just sitting there just like, can't mess something like that up. Like, come on. Someone's got to, like, come on. Someone's got to get in his ear. Well, when we played – I mean, when the Ravens played the Chiefs, um, Patrick Mahomes' mom tweeted and said – I, this announcer needs to stop calling my son Pat. I'm like, oh, you can't use nicknames. That's true. You need to use the right name because you're going to mm-hmm. offend people. It is hard. And I'll tell you, that is something I really struggle with. Like, we talked about Siobhan Smith. I try really hard not to call her Scoop on a broadcast because Towson fans know 23 is Scoop. A Hofstra fan, you have to remember, you're also calling this game and there's other fans of other schools watching this game. They don't know who or what a scoop is, you know? Um, so you got to try to stick with Smith. Same thing with the first names. You know, I'm very guilty. That's probably the thing I'm most guilty of um, is saying things like, you know, if, if uh, when we had Q Murray, Q brings the ball over half court. Again, we know who Q is. And I think that's something you hear a lot. And I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I, there's part of me that thinks it's okay to call someone by your first name, but I know I'm not calling anyone on the other team by their first name. So it's kind of like a weird balancing act. And again, you're, it's not like you're the impartial broadcasters, but um, you know, you are the Towson broadcasters. So 
you, you try to find the balancing act. And I try to, I've been trying to get more on just saying the, the last name or the non-nickname as much as I can uh, during broadcast. I wanted to respond to what Rashad was saying about like missing going games, like going to games as a student, like with COVID, like, I haven't experienced that at Towson and being at a community college and then going to Salisbury where you, there's no games to go. There's no games to go to. I tried to go to a football game. It was cold. I was alone. It was not fun. Um, so like, I never got to like experience that. And so I was like coming to Towson, like ready for like this whole thing to start and be like, okay, football games, basketball games. We're going to go to all of them. My friends are going to be there. And like, oh, just kidding. COVID. You're not, you're not going. Right. Yeah. And, it, and I definitely, and I've said it to this, I, I've said it to interns before, like we work a lot of games. Lord knows we work, you know, we're at every home event. I definitely encourage everyone though. I know that we're here so much as workers and that you maybe want to take a, if you get that day off, you don't want to spend your time going to the game, but I definitely encourage, you know, my students to go to a game as a student, as a student, not working the game, a college experience. I think it's important. And that's, you know, first and foremost is I want to make sure they get a good college experience. Um, so I, I, it's important to me that they get to experience that for them. But then two, they can come back to us and say, look, as a student, I think this, I think this, or if they watch a game, um, I have an ex intern um, who now works at, um, oh man, Longwood University, kind of in my similar role. And he'll still watch our games and text me about like, oh, I liked this on your broadcast. I'm going to try to do that with Longwood or, um, you know, I think, you know, maybe it would be interesting if you guys did this and, you know, it's, it's, it's always a different perspective because, you know, Brandon and I might have a way or a vision for something and, but you guys are the, just as big of a consumer. So, you know, we'll always take feedback for sure. So how has COVID, how has COVID changed your job? Like what things are you seeing that you're having to do differently now that the pandemic? This, the Zoom. <laughs> the Zoom, yeah. Uh, That's a good uh, the amount of interviews we've done over Zoom, I mean, it's become second nature now to us. Is that to, how you interviewed um, the new interns? I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah like the interns that we've hired for this semester, I, I can't have them, they're not on campus, so I've, I've interviewed them over Zoom. So there's that part of it. I mean, all of the, uh, the, the throwback, like the classic throwback games that we've been posting uh, each week, all those interviews are done over Zoom. Uh, virtual Pro Day for football was done over Zoom, introducing the new women's basketball players was done over Zoom. We have a series of posts coming out for the new women's lacrosse players. That's over Zoom. Uh, Spiro Marikis doing his shows over Zoom. It's it's just become, I mean, we have our meetings. We have our staff meetings over Zoom. It's, I mean, I already stared at a computer screen a lot <laughs> with everything. And now this is just more time staring at the computer, but there's that. So there's that part of it, but there's, you know, we had to get creative earlier than usual. You know, we usually kind of have a vague summer plan in the spring. Like we already have an idea what we're going to do once we get into lacrosse season stuff we might do for the summer. Um, that got sped up, you know, okay, now we're, we're, we're in summer mode now. Um, so, you know, we had to get creative and I, you know, my hat, hat off to uh, Dave Vats and John Stark, Nicole Curtin and uh, Aris Thomas for the SIDs for coming up with different things to do and um, post and they've been great. And, you know, Spiro's been great um, doing his uh, uh, Tiger Talk stuff. And, you know, I've tried to get out now that students, student athletes are practicing again. I've tried to go out to a different team each week to get a little like practice video, highlight video with them all. And, 
um, it's, it's definitely was challenging. You know, it, it pushed us creatively. Um, I have to, I have to give credit to Tom Flacco. His, he was the one who had the idea for the virtual pro day. Um, he texted me one day, say, Hey, I lost pro day. Can we do this for me and the other seniors? And I was like, yeah, man, sure. Um, so it, you know, that was cool. Um, but it, it, it was challenging for everybody. And I, I think there was no school that was necessarily prepared for this from your power five all the way down to D three. I don't, I don't think anyone was ready for this. Um, and I think, you know, across the board, we've seen a lot of schools approach it in so many different ways. And that's another cool part of the job, seeing how different schools have attacked things like this and, and, and gotten creative. And, you know, now with games being played uh, in for some sports and some conferences um, and us getting ready for basketball, you know, it's, it's, interesting to see the planning that that's going into it. You talk about sports and you can just tell how much you love sports. Like where does that stem from? Uh, my family. Um, I have, so my, my parents are from New York. I grew, I was born and raised in Baltimore, um, but my parents are from New York. My dad is a very big Rangers fan. He's a very big giants fan. He's an, or he's adopted the Orioles cause he had uh, him or my mom had an apartment where they could see into Memorial stadium. So they, you know, they watched a bunch of um, those games that way. But then my dad's sister, my aunt, who's also from New York, her and her husband moved to Philadelphia. And if we know anything about Philadelphia fans, they like to get passionate, especially against New York fans. So I, they had two sons and they were, you know, raised in Philly and everybody in that family, in that home became Eagles and Flyers and Sixers fans and Phillies fans. And uh, Baltimore has professional sports, obviously, but this is pre-Ravens. And we don't have a professional hockey team. So my, I'm a, I come from a hockey family. My brother and I played hockey growing up. Um, so I don't know how I was even put into a situation where my hockey fanhood was a question. It should have been straight up Rangers because of growing up in a New York house. But my earliest sports memory is sitting in Philadelphia in my, my cousin's house in Philadelphia, watching a Flyers Rangers game uh, and the Flyers winning. And my aunt who I was very close with, she'd passed away um, when I was in middle school, but I was very close with her growing up um, sitting with me and the Flyers are winning. And she's telling me why I should be a Flyers fan. And then I'm, I'm my brother's little brother by seven years. So there's nothing like, sticking it to my, my older brother as a, as a, as a, you know, as a six or five year old or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to be a Flyers fan. And so talking, talking with my family with sports, you know, we did a family fantasy football league for, for years and um, we don't do it anymore, but um, you know, the Ravens Super Bowl when the Ravens became a thing, you know, uh, just always talking about sports, always sports, you know, Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving around the corner, obviously it'll be very different this year, but you know, with, for, without failure, a bunch of us would be circled around a TV watching Lions, whoever. Um, you know, so my family was huge in that. And my family was also super supportive of being a broadcaster. And, you know, my aunt would always, you know, encourage me with things like that. My parents are super supportive. My brother's my biggest critic, but like my biggest fan at the same time. Like, I'll send my, my family a clip of me calling a, a game. And my mom and my dad would be like, that's great. You're so good at this. And my brother will be like, fix this, fix this, fix this, which is great, which is great because you, you need to critique yourself still. You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, Al Michaels or, or Doc Emmerich. So um, I, my love of sports definitely comes from my family. Uh, my grandmother was a super athlete. Um, 
She uh, was one of the first women's uh, or girls high school, or she was on the first girls high school basketball championship team in New York. Uh, she golfed, she bowled, she did all this stuff. Um, uh, my mom's father played like semi-pro football um, for a little while. So my, I'm, I come from a sports family and um, uh, I don't know if people consider this a sport, I guess, depending on who you ask, but my mom has like a great, great uncle or a distant cousin that was like a bullfighter in Spain and stuff. So yeah, that's random. Right. Uh, and, but so, you know, sports has always kind of just been around my family and um, you know, you, you want to do what your family does, especially when you're the young one, um, you want to do what your family does kind of. And um, that's what I think made me chase sports for sure. Yeah. I can completely relate to that. Like my dad played semi pro for a little bit, um, but you said you played hockey. I did. I was How long did you play hockey for? Uh, I started playing when I was seven and I played through high school. I got a pretty nasty back injury and a pretty bad knee injury. Um, and so and when you're a goalie, you know, you're always dropping and then having to pop back up. And um, I had, a, I have a, like a slight tear in my meniscus and it just kind of made it harder for me to drop and pop back up. Uh, the back injury, I mean, once you're around me a lot more, you'll hear me go, Oh God, my back really hurts. Um, and it's, I think it stems from, I had a friend who was like, double, triple the size of what a normal kid my age would have been in, at like 15 years old. And he was a defender and I like dove to cover a puck and I guess he got hit or tripped up and he fell right on my back and um, that hurt. So it just all kind of, um, and, and I knew I wasn't going to, you know, go play in college or play in the NHL or anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm cool. I'm done <laughs> I won a cha- I won one championship, made a couple All Star teams. So, oh, there you, you know, go. That's yeah. a whole career. Yeah, I I figure I'm one of the goats. I'm a, I'm a Maryland local hockey goat. I guess like the last question I had for you was, with the global pandemic going on, what changes do you foresee for TSN? Uh, as as far as TSN goes, I mean, there's going to be COVID protocols for working. Um, obviously masks social distancing, sanitizing, things like that. But I think the only thing that's going to really change for TSN is, well, I'll tell you now, like the broadcasters are going to be on the concourse for basketball. So that's a change. Um, But I think the real only change is how important TSN is. TSN has always been important. I'm not just saying that as the director of TSN and um, wanting to, you know, self you know uh lift myself and 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 my department but now with people not necessarily being able to be at games for a while we're gonna have more people watching our broadcast than ever before right so our job is gonna get really magnified and and really you know examined closely and it's gonna be under a microscope every single night um, and I said at the beginning of this thing um, that I think we do a really good job, as, as good of a job as anybody in the conference, if not better than a lot of schools. And it's time for us this year to really put our money where our mouth is um, and say, like, look, you know, budget cuts are hard. We're, everyone's dealing with it, but we're going to still put out a really good product uh, for our fans to watch. And, you know, I, I promise that, um, you know, we're, you know, we've had meetings about, you know, we'll still be able to have the same amount of, Camera angles, I think we will have to knock um, halftime interviews for women's basketball, like with Tessa. I don't think she'll be able to do sideline reporting just because they're limiting 
how close people can be um, and just trying to keep people distanced. Um, I don't know. Like I said, we're going to be on the concourse. I don't know what we'll have, what we'll do in terms of a post-game interview with coaches um, on air, but we'll obviously still have press conferences that people will be able to watch and, you know, things like our highlight videos and feature stories. Um, again, it's a little limited uh, because they try to keep everyone distance. So we can't sit someone down in the studio, but you know, we're really going to be the only gateway for the most part for the foreseeable future. You know, obviously things are always changing, um, but you know, we're kind of the gateway for fans to, to, to watch, to watch and learn about their student athletes and their favorite tigers and their teams. And um, so, you know, it's, it's on us this year, big time. Um, I can say this whenever we do have a soccer game again, that new press box, our soccer broadcast, just because of the press box improved a thousand percent um, because we're finally elevated a little bit and we're not going to be shooting directly into sun. Um, so there's that, but uh, you know, TSN's role is stay the course, stay the course and, and keep being the, you know, the strong asset that we've been for years. And, you know, I think, Laura, obviously we've joked about it that you were only here for like 30 seconds before everything shut down, but Rashad's been here for like 15 years at this point. And, you know, I think Rashad would agree when I, when I say that I speak for everyone at TSN, both myself, Brandon and student and student interns take a lot of pride in what we do. Um, you know, I forget who it was, but someone was watching a game, a Towson game from another school's broadcast. I won't name names, but they said, you know, it's just, frustrating because they feel like we do this and the other school doesn't do this. And it, they wanted, you know, they just felt like, you know, we do a good job and um, we take it seriously. Not that other schools don't, but um, we know how important it is. And I, I love that our students get so locked in and they, they, they still have a good time. We still have fun. I demand we have fun because that's part of it. But when it's go time, just like the athletes and the coaches, it's go time for us. It's, it's game time. Um, we're a well-oiled machine. We're gonna. There might be a couple bumps in the road early. We got a brand new TriCaster in the in the production room. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Kyle Ray uh, for for hooking us up because that thing was really dying on us last year. But um, as we learn that new piece of equipment, we're we're gonna be able to really do some more stuff. We're gonna be able to do some neat things, I think. And um, it might not be evident right away because of Brandon and I really haven't gotten a chance to sit down on it yet. But there could be some cool stuff coming soon. Ben, thank you so much for joining us for the first episode of TigerCast. Be on the lookout for our next episode with women's basketball player Siobhan Smith. And many of you know her as Scoop. Thanks again, guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. There we go. go. Tigers.